Welcome back to another episode of Ending There With Two. I'm Kenny. I was always here with Seraphine today and a little midweek episodes. You know, like we're we're behind on our listen, we're behind on our time schedule. Classes are hectic, but bear with us. We're gonna keep releasing. Without a doubt. We're gonna keep releasing. But I'm gonna open the floor up to Seraphim real quick. He said he got something to say, so we're gonna let him get something off his chest real quick. Seraphim, the floor is yours. Uh thank you, Kenny. Thank you. That was a beautiful introduction as always. I just wanted to say to our listeners last week, uh, I was wrong. You know, I definitely said that James Harden was going to win a ring this year. You know, I was leaning towards Rockets in seven. And, you know, I was just I was just playing wrong. I was way off. And Rajon Rondo decided, I guess, playoff Rondo does exist. (laughs) I guess he does exist, you know. So he decided to show up, act like he was a prime Ray Allen as well. So. You know, it was it was a tough series. It was a tough series. But I'm a Lakers fan, number one. I just want to see Harden win a ring. But I was wrong. I was wrong. The Lakers deserved it. They were the better team. You know what, man? I'm, I'm not even going to – I was going to clown you. I'm not even going to clown you because that's broke. I wouldn't have said I was wrong. I would have came up, made up excuses, the refs, the win. <laughs> I, I would have found something to talk about. But uh, let, let's, let's talk about that series real quick. That – it was interesting to watch that series too, because the first game was like, you know, what I'm saying Houston couldn't miss, and they had, um, I'm not gonna lie, they had the Lakers in a box, like I, you know, it just had them shut down. But games two through five, when I tell you, like you said, playoff Rondo was here, but when I tell you the Lakers could not miss, KCP was hitting fadeaway three. That's how I knew the series was over. When KCP hit a fadeaway three in the corner, I was like, man, it's over. That was Rondo. That's the no, no, part. it was. KCP Rondo, too? Rondo and KCP and Danny Green. I just throw all of them in there. <laughs> <laughs> they was all hitting crazy fadeaway shots, and Rondo decided to uh, – he, he decided to actually learn how to shoot and play offense. Like, I, you know what? It, it just wasn't meant to be. It was not meant to be for James Harden and Rockets, and I don't think it ever will. But, you know, that's another topic. That's, that's my, my opinion, but, you know. And I think that's where we uh we verge or diverge on paths because I believe one day one day you know hopefully James Harden can get a little trade in go to Miami or something then we, he can really do some damage but one day that man is gonna win a ring. The thing that really, the thing that really got Houston was the the trapping of James Harden and the fact that the rest of the players were just simply exposed. Uh, it was it was insane how Russell Westbrook was supposed to be the second superstar and he just completely fell flat throughout the series, even when he had, like, high-producing numbers, he'd scored 30 points on 50% shooting. It was obvious that he was just tanking the offense with the way he would stand around in the mid-range, try to take Braun and AD one-on-one, shoot off one-legged. It, it seemed like every mid-range shot he'd take, he'd miss unless it hit the backboard. So that was one anchor to the offense, without a doubt. And I all credit to the Lakers' defense because – they went small. They had AD at the five. You know, they adjusted. They finally got rid of JaVale McGee's minutes. And Dwight Howard, I don't even think he played a minute all series. Nah. <laughs> Dwight Howard and JaVale were first-team cheerleaders, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, Frank Vogel made the adjustment to go small. He had a bunch of players out there that could rotate to the rim. Their, their rotations were really crisp. As soon as James Harden got trapped, he tried to 
release valve right down the middle at the free throw line so someone like russell westbrook jeff green austin rivers and the lakers were just on top of every possible pass out and it'd be an iso with russell westbrook or austin rivers or something like that which is obviously not ideal because they're not james harden so frank vogel made those adjustments lakers defense were on top of their games and houston just houston forgot how to play honestly uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's real and, and, to, and to add to your, um, your Russell Westbrook point, he – let's just say I, I was watching the game with my man Isaiah, and, and it was like – there were times where, like, he would come down and, like, have the ball and be, you know what I'm saying, pounding a rock at half court. And me and him were just like, yeah, that's, that's what we want to have the ball. Like, <laughs> we want him to have the ball. We want him to shoot because we know he's going to miss five times out of ten. Like, he's not going to make that shot. So, you know, like you said, he was taking the offense, taking crazy shots. And then not to mention, and, and I think it was game five, and like maybe it was like a minute, two minutes left or something like that, where he was beefing with Rondo because, you know, he had just started beefing with Rondo, Rondo's brother to a uh, free throw before or whatever. But he was beefing with Rondo, and he like did something. Rondo knocked out of bounds, but he was talking about you better bring a double. And I was like, bro, you guys are down 30. <laughs> Even if y'all were down like by five or up by five, they wouldn't bring a double for you. Oh my god! You don't, you don't get that kind of love. You're not James Hart. So. <laughs> <laughs> it was just kind of like you know, I, I'm not gonna say he sold that serious because James Harden played terribly too. But what? And there, there were times where he was cold, like ice cold. He disappeared. There were times, however, he still dropped 30 points a game on 50 percent shooting with 38 percent from three. So to say he folded, he was cl- he was cold at times, yes, but he was the only person worth. He was the only person who actually showed up. I'm not going to lie. He did fold game four, though. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But, I mean, hey, that series is over. Mike D'Antoni's gone. He uh, told them they're not. He told the team he's not coming back. <laughs> I was like, like, how do you? <laughs> that, that, was, that was a head scratch when that headline came out. Because I thought, like, that they would, they as in the franchise, would just, you know, decide to not bring him back or whatever. No, he came out, jumped ahead of them, and was just like, you know what, I'm good. Like, I'm good. I'm coming back. So that was that was interesting. But you know, hey man, it, that series is over. So Mm-mm. we'll go ahead. What, and, oh my bad. Go ahead. No, I was about to say what I actually heard and what I read was that Tillman for Tita, I think that's the owner's name. Um, him, his agent, and Mike D'Antoni's agent actually had some type of beef at the beginning of the season. And that's why they couldn't get their contract extension. So I guess D'Antoni already knew that he wasn't coming back, like, before the the, the ball even tipped. And gotcha. I guess he informed the team on the plane about his actual decision. So, Hey, man, well, I look forward to a new little Rockets next year. Oh, <laughs> I'm not saying hopefully Dan. I don't think he's probably going to get it. But for your sake, hopefully he gets it, you know. <laughs> but um, we'll, we'll, we'll stay on the NBA real quick, just a little quick prediction and stuff. The um, Boston-Miami game is already going right now as we speak. And uh, the Nuggets and the Clippers play later on tonight. Uh, with the Lakers being the Western Conference final, um, lone participants right now, who do you see winning this game seven with the Nuggets and the Clippers? And then to go on forward, who do you see winning the other series in the East as well as um, the West with uh, whichever, whichever team wins? So I'm going to say this. I'm going to say, come out here and say, first and foremost, I don't know what the Clippers are doing. I, I really don't understand how you can have two 19-point leads in back-to-back games and blow both of them and then lose by double digits. 
I don't understand how Nikola Jokic is out here making uh, Montrez Harrell, Ivica Zubac look like complete bums. But it's happening. You know, it's happening. <laughs> We're at game seven. And I have the clips in seven. I, I My original predictions were clip in five, which should have happened. However, they just simply folded multiple times. And, you know, the Nuggets, I hope they win because that would be a much easier matchup for the Lakers than the Clippers. But if they don't win, well, I don't expect them to win, actually. So I say clips in seven. And Lakers clips, um, Lakers clips, the way the clips are playing, I honestly say Lakers in seven. Uh, or not six, seven, sorry, six. Because I just don't see how, you know, Pat Bev is stopping LeBron James, how AD is going to be stopped. If they can't stop Nikola Jokic, how is AD, you know, who is a much better (laughs) offensive player? Of course, not as good as a passer, but a much better offensive player and superior defensive talent. How are they going to game plan around AD? So I got Lakers in six, and that's being generous, honestly. (laughs) And then uh, what, what about the East? The East, uh, Miami yeah. and Boston. Boston. That's actually a yeah. good series. You know, those are two top tier head coaches in the NBA. Honestly, they both they both earn their money. Really, they really do. So, yeah. but I think the Celtics match up better. I think Boston, not Boston, sorry. I think Miami has a bunch of shooters that aren't good defensively, and you know they have to be played on the floor because of their offensive talent. However. Celtics have more two-way players who like Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Kemba, who can all, they don't need to, you know, bring in a, a guy like um, Tyler Hero just to shoot threes. They can all shoot threes as well, as well as play defense. So I got Celtics in five and or six, one of the two. And it's going to be a Celtics-Lakers final showdown just like it's 2010 again. I can't wait. 2010 and... The better part of the decade, <laughs> the old the old days back when it was, where did they go like, I don't know, I'm not good on the basketball history, but I think it was like, what, 20 years straight or something like that, or 20 finals straight? Like, it was absurd how many times they played back to back to back. It was crazy. Lakers and Celtics? Yeah, like. Oh, you talking about back in like the 60s? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm not good on my history, but I'm talking about like the old, old days, bro, when they was playing like every other year, every year. Yeah, with Jerry West and them. Yeah, yeah, that's yes. who man. You, <laughs> I thought you were talking about like 2010. I was like, what are no, you talking about? No, <laughs> no, man, no, no, no. But um, I'll go ahead and get my position. I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. Um, like you said, the Clippers should have then put the Nuggets away. Um, it, they've just got it's too much star power on the Clippers to have that big of a lead and like you said, blow it and then lose by double. They're just at that. You know what I'm saying? So. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, you know, the fact that they should have been put away is all the more reason that they're going to ultimately lose tonight. I think the Nuggets, I think the Nuggets will advance. I really do. Um, with that being said, should the Nuggets advance, I think it'll be a cakewalk for the Lakers and LeBron to the finals. <laughs> <laughs> so, should that be, should that be the case? Lakers in five, but should the Clippers, um, you know, pull it out tonight and play like they got some sense and play like they actually, are supposed to play. Um, I definitely see that series going seven and the Lakers end up going to the finals. As far as the East goes, I agree with you. The Celtics definitely match up uh, better against the Heat um, all around, no contest. I don't think Jimmy Butler can carry the Heat to the finals by himself. Well, not by himself, rather, but you know what I'm saying? I don't think he can, you know, lead the charge uh, to carry him to the finals. So 
like I, I definitely see Boston going there, maybe six. And um, like you said, Lakers, Boston, the finals. Ooh, Lake, be- Lakers in five. <laughs> Bron's getting his fourth. Bron's getting his fourth. One. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That would be a good one. And hey, you like you said, Jimmy. You don't see Jimmy carrying Miami through uh, the Eastern Conference Finals. Now, imagine if they picked up a, you know, just a little guy from Houston that, that go by the name Harden um, with a beard, you know, that guy. Just imagine they picked him up with Jimmy Butler. I, oh, that's a ring right there. I'm sorry. That's a ring. It, it, it sounds good, and they will get to the finals in the East. But you got to think about it. Once they get to the finals, they either have to see LeBron and AD, Paul George and Kawhi, or Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, because Steph Curry and Klay Thompson are coming back next year. People, people forget that, that they are coming back into the picture. That is you know? very true. <laughs> so, <laughs> the West is going to be like a fire show, bro. Like, it's going to be nuts. Shoot. And we, nuts. and we thought this year was already uh, crazy. Exactly. <laughs> wait, wait, wait till Steph come back. Steph got something to say, man. And I, I, don't, I don't like Steph, bro. Like, I, I respect this game, but, you know, Jesus Christ, man. That, 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 that team is lethal. Just them three, Tim, Steph, Clay, and Draymond, the OG three, they're lethal, man. So, they're definitely something to watch out for. Speaking but, um, of teams coming back, Kenny, hey, don't forget the Nets now. Kyrie and KD, they, they got something to say, too. Man, I don't watch regular season basketball, but I'm going to have to tap in next year. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> it's going to be something. Oh, imagine so, um, the Christmas Day matchups. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. On paper, this sounds amazing. It really does. But um, we'll go ahead and transition. Football is back. And I, I said that last week because college football is back. But real football is back. <laughs> and let me say, <laughs> Cameron Jarrell Newton <laughs> is a monster, <laughs> an absolute monster. It, it's, it still baffles me how nobody in the league even looked at this like – Y'all really let Bill Belichick get away with this again? Yeah, like I'm, I'm speaking from a just from a football fan standpoint. Now, y'all really let Bill Belichick get like it. Just why <laughs> he, can't, he can't keep Bill Belichick can't keep getting away with this kind of robbery, bro? <laughs> he cannot keep getting away. With, like, how do you how do you go get? One of the former league MVPs for less than a million dollars. Oh my god! How do you do that? Oh my god! It, it just it baffles me, man. But who? How, how do you feel about this this past Sunday? I got a couple of games on the speak on real quick. But how do you feel about this uh, past Sunday? Oh my god, Candy! Like I wanna I wanna repeat and emphasize what you just said. Football, real football. I'm not talking <laughs> none of that gimmicky NC. I'm sorry. Well, Respect to all my listeners that enjoy no, CAA football, no. you know, but I just can't vibe with the time stopping after a first down, um, the extreme high-scoring games. This is real football, okay? <laughs> the NFL is back. Fantasy is back. And I'm going to highlight. So the one game that I really want to highlight, other than, of course, the Patriots game, Kenny. Cam is back. <laughs> and bad sportsmanship is back, okay? Yes, sir. <laughs> Did you see? Did you see the end of the Patriots Miami game where they try to snatch Cam's chain? <laughs> and then, and then Cam, and he went in the post game interview. Right, he's talking about <laughs> Christian Wilkins, the D lineman for the Miami uh, Dolphins, and he said this was a man that was known for doing splits. <laughs> 
But like, bro, like I wholeheartedly agree. But like, man, Cam's not wrong. Like, <laughs> Crystal, he, and I'm not gonna hold you. Wilkins was he was low key all over the field on Sunday. Granted, he didn't make any big plays, but his presence enough. Like he was always like near the ball. You know what I'm saying? He was always a factor in the play. But at the end of the day, he's not he, he's not a superstar. It wasn't really a superstar in college. And like Cam said, he was known for doing splits. So, you know, I mean, and, and putting fingers in people's butts and whatnot. So, you know, like, hey, man, <laughs> bad sportsmanship is back. I'm with it. You don't try to snatch a man's chain. Like, that's, that's disrespectful. Simple as that. Simple <laughs> as that. Oh, my God. So when I seen that. When I seen that on the timeline, Kenny, I was like, yes, sir. We're back. We're back in exactly. <laughs> so Because, like, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, sorry to cut you off, but, like, keep it G with you. Because, like, I'm up here in Virginia, and um, the Patriots weren't, like, in the main market. So I was streaming the game, right? And you know how streamers normally fold towards the end of the game? You know what I'm saying? They had already had the game won. So, you know, I was, like, walking to the other room trying to watch the NFL Red Zone. And um, I didn't even see, like, the scuffle at the end. Like, I didn't see it televised. I hop on Twitter and I see like th- there's Cam Trenton talking about you know he was getting ready to fight the whole organization. <laughs> and, like <laughs> he's like I <laughs> I see the video. You got Julian Edelman. Uh, I forget their starting center's name, but you got all them dudes trying to hold Cam back. And it's like you would think they be trying to get to, you know, what I'm saying the Dolphins are trying to like rough them up. Nah, dude, Cam was towering over everybody on that field. Like I'd hold him back too. <laughs> <laughs> he was going to murder somebody murder oh my god and it even the scuffle even took place on instagram later with raekwon davis and uh i forgot who the other person was i think i think it was christian wilkins as well it was shaq lawson right shaq yes shaq lawson they have commented on uh cam newton's instagram page saying we didn't want that weak chain anyways <laughs> so again kenny bad sportsmanship <laughs> and nfl football is back okay real football is back exactly so Another game, another game that I wanted to highlight, other than the um, Patriots Dolphins game, was really the <laughs> the Browns Ravens game. <laughs> oh my! Listen, God. It's not a football season with the Browns losing without the Browns losing their first opener. I actually saw a crazy stat on Twitter, Kenny, that said that the Browns are actually 15 and one or o one and fifteen in their last 16 um, opening games. So they have not won an opening game in 16 years, Kenny. 16 years. That's nuts. <laughs> That's nuts. <laughs> not to mention, I mean, I know, like, the Browns were once the Browns, then the Ravens. So this is kind of like the new Browns, if you will. So they haven't been here for that long. But to not win in 16 years, dude, that – that <laughs> talk about pain, man. Mm. I right, listen – I always I always call the Panthers a poverty franchise. And we'll touch on the Panthers a little bit later. But dog, if I was a Browns fan, I think I'd just stop watching sports. <laughs> I'm not I'm not lying to you. Like that is that's devastating. Not to mention they had Baker Mayfield in a box. Oh my God. Oh like people and listen, if we're being real, Lamar Jackson should have been the quarterback taken first overall. But hey, you know what? I'm not the GM. That's not my that, that's not my call, you know. But Baker Mayfield was in a box, and his biggest attribute that people always said coming out of college, you know, is accuracy. This is accuracy. That dog, he was throwing right, like 
it was like he couldn't he just couldn't find Odell Jarvis none of them dudes he couldn't find anybody like I he he couldn't hit the side of a barn if he tried man. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was bad bro it was it was so bad not to mention Lamar Jackson like completely ate of course so, of course uh Kenny was Lamar Jackson taken in the same draft as Pat Mahomes as Pat yes because Mitch no no not Mitch Mitch yeah, was Mitch, taking it. Mitch was in that same draft. Yeah, yeah Mitch was in that draft. And so was Deshaun Watson, yeah. So listen, Lamar, Lamar was taking like 32nd and 31st. Or yeah, I do remember that. Pat Mahomes, number one, comes number one. Lamar Jackson, close number two. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to put that out there before we move on. <laughs> For Kenny, sure. Kenny, it makes no sense to me how the Browns and the Browns fans last year were talking about Super Bowl aspirations, how they were going to go all the way to February. They have all these weapons on the field. They have Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, Odell Beckham Jr., Jarvis Landry, and uh, I'm not sure if they have Austin Hooper, but they they, 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 they Austin Hooper, David and Juco. Um, yeah, that's what they got depth at every position down there. They have talent. The only problem is <laughs> they're cool. Baker Mayfield. He, I, I I don't understand how you can only score six points. <laughs> With all those weapons on the field, Kenny, six points. A new uh, coach, new offensive coordinator, everything, cleared house. The only thing that remained the same is their quarterback. And I don't know about you, Kenny, but I'll try to see how much trade value this man has and maybe pick up, no, no. I'll, I'll pick, I'll pick up somebody <laughs> off the street. Listen, I, I, I always talk about the Panthers tanking for Trevor or tanking for Justin Fields. Man, the Browns might get to him first. <laughs> That's what it's looking like. They're about to fire up the QB carousel again. Cause, who? Oh my God! Like you but said, wait. Oh. I'm go ahead. No, I said like you said, it's nuts. They have depth at every position, almost on offense. Not to mention their defense shouldn't be as bad as it was. It should not be as bad as it is. And I mean, I know they played the the reigning MVP. That high that high power offense, they can really just do whatever they want, whenever they want. But like, man, oh, they just shouldn't be that bad. And I mean, I knew they would be that bad. I remember last year when they were talking Super Bowl aspirations. I was like, they're the Browns. They're gonna find a way to mess. <laughs> I'm sure enough, they found a way to mess it up. And so this year we're you're pumping them up. They got a new coach, new coordinator, clean house. People are talking, you know, not Super Bowl this year, but they're talking playoffs still. And I'm like, hold on. They're still the Browns. They're gonna find a way to mess this up. And sure enough, what did they even score? Was it two field goals or? I, I believe it was two field goals. If I'm not mistaken. <laughs> like it's 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 unbelievable, man. It's just unbelievable. I just wanted to say a quick R.I.P. to anybody that that was playing uh that was starting Cleveland offensive players in their fantasy football leagues. I know they had lost their games, so. R. No, R. no. Su- surprisingly, I, I had Odell. I'm not going front to you. I had Odell and I started Odell. He gave me five points, but I ended up beating Javon. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I won by like 10. So, hey, all is well in fantasy land. All is well. Uh, w is a W, sir. Were there any games that you wanted to highlight, Kenny, specifically about this weekend? Yes, sir. Let's talk about, well, okay. Two, three, we'll do a quick, quick little rundown. Two, two or three specific games. First, we'll speak about Panthers. Um, I'm not going to hold you. We did not play as bad as I thought we would. I thought we were going to, because I remember vividly hearing that first like special jersey practice they had on the free game field. The, the first team had stunk it up in practice, and I was like, oh, boy, it's going to be a long year. Because that, that was the report coming out of our camp. 
But, uh, I mean, granted, there weren't any, like, super, super highlight plays. We gave the ball to McCaffrey a, a crap ton of times, as always. Which, I mean, that's that's just our game. That's what it is, you know. Can't hide from that. But Teddy didn't play as bad as I thought he was. And, I mean, granted, I never said Teddy was a bad quarterback. I always said Teddy was a guy that needed basically a complete team around him in order to, you know what I'm saying, shine and succeed. But Teddy didn't do too bad. I, I got to hand it to him. Granted, we still should. Like, our, our problem this year, I think, is going to be the defense. We might have, the, like, the 32nd or 30th ranked defense in the league. Oh, my God. And, yeah, it was- and, 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 to, to add, like, insult to injury, we drafted seven defensive players. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you'd think we'd be, like, halfway decent, maybe. And a defensive head coach. Don't forget and, that. Yeah, but, hey, man. I don't know. Like I said, we didn't do as bad as we thought. I thought we were going to do. So there's that. But how do you feel about that game? I felt honestly, um, I'm not going to sit up here and say I watched the entire game because I didn't. But I did peep the highlights. I did peep the um, film afterwards, the film study and analysis. And I thought it was a pretty solid game from Teddy Bridgewater. It really was. Um, he managed the game well. He had that one deep ball to Robbie Anderson that went uh, 75 yards. And I'm actually glad we picked up Robbie Anderson because he is a deep threat that we need alongside Curtis Samuel as well. And I'm not going to lie to you, DJ Moore needs to pick it up. You know, we need him to be our number one. I think he's going to come into his own as the year progresses. But yeah. Other than that, defense is just – we had no type of pressure on the QB of Las Vegas. There was no type of um, run stopping. Josh Jacobs scored three touchdowns, so – it's, it's looking like a year where everybody's offensive players will be uh, a must-play against the Panthers. Um, so <laughs> I'm not looking forward to that. <laughs> oh, man. But, um, yeah, I, I, and Toler Green's was you there. So um, the next game I want to talk about real quick are – well, not even the game, just players in general. Um, I was watching the Pat, the Pat McAfee show earlier today, and um, he brought, you know what I'm saying, a good point to my – to my attention that like it, everybody knows this year was kind of like a QB carousel year where you got a lot of QBs that you thought would be in certain, in certain places a long time on new teams, such as, you know, Tom Brady, um, Phillip Rivers, and you know, the list goes on. But did you know that out of every QB that changed teams this, this off season, Cam Newton was the only person to win yesterday or two days ago, rather, excuse me. He was the only quarterback that changed teams um, to win a game on Sunday. Not to mention, Phillip Rivers stunk the field up. He looked 55 years old, which that's not a surprise. Tom Brady, people were, talk- people were on Twitter talking about, you know, the Bucks QB hasn't changed, man. James is still out there in spirit. <laughs> James is still out there in spirit. So, listen, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just I- I've said it from the jump. Some of these QBs, Philip Rivers shouldn't even got paid. <laughs> <laughs> Philip should have never been paid, man. Um, but you know, it is what it is as far as that goes. But we'll we'll talk about the Washington football team real quick. Now, I, I know you probably didn't watch any of this game because who cares about the Washington football team and the Eagles? <laughs> but me being up here in Washington football team country, that was a comeback. <laughs> if I do say so myself, they were down 17 or 17 to seven at half. You know, I guess the Dwayne Haskins is playing like poop, which I mean, he played like poop the whole game, but 
I, you know, they, they ended up coming back, but dog, they put up 20 unanswered points in the third and fourth. And the Eagles just had no answer defensively for them, bro. No answer. So, uh, and not, not only that, Kenny, Washington's defensive front is nothing to play with. You know, I actually did what I actually did catch a little bit of this game. And also, again, I watched the analysis afterwards and everything. Eight sacks. Yes. Eight? Jesus. It's only game one. What What was the Eagles? I thought the Eagles had one of the best offensive line in the entire league. If Washington is doing this to them, imagine what they're going to do to the rest of the league. It's wow. over. Uh, <laughs> I agree with you. Washington's only problem is going to be their offense. <laughs> they can't play. They can't play a slick of offense. I mean, granted, they have momentum and they scored, you know, twenty unanswered points. But before that, man, that was abysmal. Because you know, I, I got a Washington fan that's next door to me. You know, I'm, I'm walking in, checking in on, him, making fun of him every five minutes because Dwayne Haskins is almost throwing twenty interceptions. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm going in there making fun of him. But man, that was that was something to watch, man. Props to Ron Rivera for hey. sure. For sure. Yeah, definitely. And I had gone on Twitter and I actually saw that they said Ron Rivera had gotten an IV at halftime so he can continue coaching for the rest of the game. So, you know, we don't necessarily, as you know, he was a Panthers head coach previously and we weren't necessarily huge fans of him as a coach. However, uh, he's an upstanding guy. He's an upstanding man. And I salute him and I'm, I'm happy for him to have gotten this W and I'm actually cheering for him as well that he, he will be a better coach for Washington than he was for Carolina because, you know, Washington deserves it. He deserves it. His family deserves it. And I can't wait to see what they do. I, I totally agree. Wholeheartedly agree, man. But, listen, the, the story today from that game, Chase, Chase Young and those boys. Ooh. Chase Young is scary. <laughs> he is scary. And, I, I listen, I, I'm not going to say I was hating on him when he came into the league, but I definitely thought it would take maybe like a year Maybe eight, nine games from nigga going. No, this man was going from snap one. <laughs> the the truth. Oh my the god. Truth. If 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 he didn't get a sack, he was there. Carson Wentz is filling him. So and, and speaking of, let, let's go ahead and put Jalen Hurts in the game. But <laughs> <laughs> anywho, um any other games you want to talk about? I know DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray did what they did, which I, I really like Kyler I really like Kyler Murray's game. I don't know if I've said that before. That man's game, and then just adding adding Nuke, give, giving Kyler Murray Nuke to it, it's, it's beautiful. It, it's beautiful, man. It, it oh just my, really is. Oh my god! I looked at the numbers afterwards. This man Nuke had 14 catches, 149 yes. yards. I said what? And the next person was Fitzgerald with four catches. They, they, hey, if he's open, keep passing him the ball. <laughs> I'm just saying. If he's open, really? normally you would think he, he was getting force-fed. But if the man is open, you just got to keep feeding him. I'm sorry. But they can do something. Right, listen, that, that division is one of the hardest divisions, though. It's them, um, the Seahawks, the Rams, and what, the Niners, right? Yes. That, that, that's a loaded division. To lo- well, until you get to the Rams. The Rams aren't really that good. But that's a loaded division, though. So, you know, I, I, I'm <laughs> – NFC playoff race is going to be something to watch this year for sure. But um, the Cowboys are the Cowboys, like always. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're the Cowboys, so that's nothing to even look at. But um, the Bengals and Joe Burrow. 
Ooh. Now I don't know if I don't know if you caught this game. I did. Listen, I, I I'm I was never too high on Joe Burrow coming out of college, but Joe Burrow he he played a great game, man, and they should have won that game. The kicker folded, but they they, they should at least win in the overtime and had a chance to win that. But I don't know. It's like kicking in the NFL this year. You would think it would be a lot easier with no fans, but I mean, I guess it's when it would be harder because there's nobody like talking. It's like you're, it's this dead focus moment. So I guess it would be harder to kick. But like, dog, nobody can kick this year. Oh my God, Kenny! Uh, speaking of kickers, you know the Titan kickers missed three field goals before he hit, before he hit the game winner. So he was struggling too. Uh, but going back to the Bengals, Gerald Burrow. I was really happy for him because I'm I'm a big fan of Joe Burrow ever since. I always knew that LSU didn't have a QB, and that was the only thing holding them back from winning a championship. So they got a QB, and not only just a random QB, just the best QB in the in the whole nation. So to see him come to the Bengals and do what he did yesterday, take care of business, you know, it was wonderful to see. However, his kicker, and not, it's not even the kick, the fact that the kicker missed the kick, it's the fact that he grabbed his his uh, calf. Like he injured himself after the kick. I couldn't believe yeah. it. I could not he believe was, my eyes. I was lunching <laughs> like something was wrong. Like, bro, you just missed. Oh, my God. It's like, it's like, and I'm going to use a track analogy because I run track. It's like when you run in the 100 meters and you see someone pulling away from you, you just grab your hamstring. Oh, that's exactly <laughs> what that was. I could not believe, when I seen the replay, I could not believe my eyes. This man grabbed, grabbed at his calf. And then reports came out later saying that, you know, it was nothing serious. I said, come on, bro. <laughs> Come on, bro. That, that was one of them pride injuries. <laughs> That's what that was. Yeah, mm. but, you know, Joe Burrow has a lot of potential. He really does. And I, I I want to enjoy seeing him in this offense, really. You know, if they keep placing weapons around him. Uh, Bengals defense did a hell of a job, so. Yeah. He's definitely got a lot of upside. And I'll, I'll – Excuse me. I think Tua does as well. I think Tua definitely should have um, probably started this year over Fitzpatrick. I don't know what the Dolphins were thinking trying to play Fitzpatrick. But, you know, I, I think seeing how Fitzpatrick was playing that game, I think Tua should have definitely gotten in at halftime or gotten a shot, which I think Tua will get a shot down the road. He'll have to. It's Fitzpatrick. He, he's only good for like four or five games. So, you know. Fitz magic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Fitz magic for like two quarters. Fitz magic and then he got paid. But anyway, I, I think Tua definitely should get into the game or into their offensive scheme. He definitely should get plugged in because, you know, just kind of let him learn on the fly. You know, I, I don't think I, – I definitely think that um, sitting behind a veteran can, like, help in some ways, you know, learning an offense and, you know, just kind of picking up veteran traits to add to your game. But at the end of the day, it's Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think you've got a better chance of winning with Tua than Ryan Fitzpatrick, unless they're not trying to win this year and trying to get another draft pick. So, you know, we'll, we'll see how that goes. But um, any any parting words for the NFL segment of the show? Anything you want to talk about NFL-wise before we move on? Other than the fact that I believe, and Kenny, <laughs> hear me out now, the Chiefs going back-to-back. The, the Chiefs going back-to-back. The way they've been playing. It's either the Chiefs going back-to-back or Cam Newton leading the Patriots to another Super Bowl ring. And I'm fine with either one. But Listen, I, I, <laughs> I can't say I disagree with you on that one, man. The Chiefs are scary. That is a – because they're just – you can't stop them. 
You can't. I, I don't. I mean, granted, Deshaun Watson didn't have anybody to throw to on Thursday night game. Well, I think the first pass he threw was to. I want to say it was Will Fuller, if I'm not mistaken. I think he threw it to Will Fuller, and it was definitely a drop that he should have caught. Nice, beautiful back shoulder ball. Can't put it any better in any other place. Perfect ball. Dropped. And that was pretty much the story for that night. Just drop, 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 drop. So, Sounds familiar, know. doesn't it? Shoot. <laughs> Man. That's what, happens. that's what happens when you take your number one receiver away. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. I, I do think the Chiefs are definitely the favorite to go back to back this year. And like you said, if not, Cam's getting his first and Bellatrix getting his, what, seventh? So. Six, six, four, six, fifth? No, it has to be two. It's a seven. I think it's seven, bro. I think it's seven. Yeah, Brady has Brady has six, and I think he won all with Brady. So yeah, yeah, it's a seven. So you know, like you said, I, I I'm not opposed to any of those. I'm not, man. So, uh, listen, I'm just glad football is back. Hopefully, no COVID clusters hit these teams, and they're oh able to play. And they're able to play all the season. But um, whew, I'm just glad it's back, man. I'm glad it's back for sure. But we'll, we'll touch on fantasy for a quick couple of minutes before y'all get out of here. Just want to go ahead and put it out there, man. My fantasy team is definitely real this year. <laughs> I want to say, you know, I came, I came in second last year. You know, it was it was a little bit of a fluke. But um, I, I think I'm going to do it this year. But I think I'm, I, I got the sleeper, Cam Newton. I, I was definitely getting getting clowned for picking him so, so early in the draft. But, um. Hey man, my intuition turned out to be right. You know, I got Cam. Cam gave me twenty-seven last week, so I am not mad at all. <laughs> I'm not. Kenny, Kenny, listen, my my team is completely stacked on paper. You know, I got Russell Wilson, Cam, um, Christian McCaffrey, got Keenan right. Allen, T.Y., George Kittle. I got Mike Evans. I got Philip Lindsay, James White, Patriots defense, and th- they folded. You know, everybody other than Russell Wilson and Christian McCaffrey, they, they just folded. I I don't understand how Keenan Allen, T.Y., George Kittle, Jarvis Landry, how they all held below 10 points. I, I just – it's mind-boggling. I was very disappointed. You know, I, lo- I lost to Corey, of all people. And, you know, our listeners don't know Corey, but I lost to Corey. So, it's just, it was a bad week. It was a bad week. And, and not only that, Kenny – not only that, I dropped Naheem Himes before the game started for Boston Scott. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Naheem Spaz, bro. Oh, my God. He's the number one waiver pick, and I just dropped him, and I couldn't believe my eyes. And I, I still have Daryl Williams on my roster, and Naheem Himes is out there in free agency. So it's just – and it's not looking too good right now, you know. Yeah, I don't but I don't. I don't know where you are on the waiver waiver order, but I feel like everybody in the league probably tried to claim him. Whoever's first is going to get him. So <laughs> I, that's why I'm not even trying. <laughs> <laughs> Kudos to that one. But um, Kamara definitely Kamara kind of surprised me because Kamara only had 16 total yards, but he had two touchdowns. So he ended up dropping 23. Because like the whole time I, I was like, you know, I was eyeballing that game. I wasn't watching it in depth, but I was definitely like, hey. Let's give Alvin Kamara the ball. Like, let's, you know, <laughs> maybe we should let him have the ball more often. But, hey, man, hey, listen, 16 yards and two touchdowns give me 23 points. So, I'm not mad. Saint, Saints D gave me 20. 
DK Metcalf gave me 19, which that was another sleeper pick. A lot of people were like, why did you pick DK? But, you know, listen, man, Joey Sly gave me 12. And they, listen, <laughs> the way the Panthers play, I see a lot of I see a lot of field goals in Joey Sly's future. I was actually going to pick him up, too. And I saw he was already on your team. So I was like, OK, <laughs> exactly. I see I see a lot of getting to the red zone and not finishing taking three. So. You know, perfect pickup. The only only person that I regret picking, and I mean, I don't really regret it because this guy is a prolific player. He's just in a bad situation. It's Odell. <laughs> Odell was in prison. <laughs> let's, let's just say that. Odell was in prison. So, you know, I, I'm definitely going to hold on to Odell. Hopefully he gets traded to, you know, a better team, the Patriots. Hopefully he gets traded to a better team, so. You know, hopefully he'll start playing better this year. But I, I'm 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 sitting pretty in fantasy. Let's just say that I'm sitting pretty. I totally understand how you feel about Odell because I had him on my fantasy team last year, and that man was a headache. And it, it the crazy thing is, it wasn't even his fault. It's all and we said it earlier. It all falls back on QB one. So yeah. you know, it's just something you gotta. It, it comes with the game. Can it comes with the game? And speaking of wide receivers that giving me headaches. Mike Evans. I, I just have my, my <laughs> roster has star power, but they're not producing right now. They didn't produce week one. Okay, I'm hoping that, you know as the season goes on, I'll I'll drop like 200 points. And for our listeners that don't know, we're in a points per reception league. So anytime somebody catches the ball, we get one point on top of everything else they do. So I'm stacked at the receiver position, but my RBs outside of CMC are weak. And they just – my stars aren't showing up. I mean, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> oh, man. Whew. Yeah, that Mike Evans pick was rough. That – that <laughs> that's rough. But, I mean, hey, at least you didn't get stuck with James Conner who got hurt in, like, the first 30 minutes. <laughs> uh, he, he's about to get dropped with the swiftness. Like, dog. How you – I'm off that. But, um, <laughs> you know, anything else you want to touch on before we get out of here, man? No, I think that's all. That's all for me. Well, that's the case, man. Cam Newton for MVP. He hadn't even started throwing. He hadn't really started throwing. Him. Only had twenty pass attempts. Hadn't even really started throwing the ball yet. So, you know, watch out for that one. Cam for MVP. But um, I just want to say, as far as college goes, Sam Howell for Heisman. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, man, I'm just glad football is back. I don't have anything else to touch on. So. You know, we want to thank you guys again for listening this week. Um, like I said, we're – it's a bit of a weird schedule. Bear with us. Uh, we, we were in quarantine time when we made this, so we had, you know, all the time in the world to get this out on a certain – and, you know, figure everything out. But, um, you know, life's kind of caught up with us. So bear with us. We'll drop uh, every week for sure, no certain day. But – um yeah, we're here to stay, as always. Like I always say, we're here to stay, man. So, you know, anything else you want to say, SK? Uh, you know, like Kenny said, we've been working around through schedules and stuff, and that's not to make excuses, but we're still going to get it out there one way or another. So, um, yeah, that's all I have to say. Thank you again, listeners, for listening. We're probably going to start up a Twitter page so we can have our, you know, our highlights from the podcast so more people can tune in as well see what they're missing out on and also just a place where we can have our links and everything. Yes, sir. Twitter page coming soon. 
as well as a video feed coming soon. We are going to dip into the, uh, the world of YouTube. We'll figure out how to get that set up as far as cameras go. And, you know, so we are here full flash, full force. This is real. This is real. But, um, you know, if, that, if that's all, then we're out here. We'll be back next week. Uh, next week with the football, football rundown as well again. So we'll be back, man. Thanks, you guys, for listening.